Sorry, Don. <laughs> Don, you gotta mute. You gotta mute when you do that, mate. Oh. You're not talking to mute. <laughs> oh. Man. This is the Big Footy Blues podcast. Welcome to episode 24 of the 2014 Big Footy Blues podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We will endeavour to do you proud for the first half of the podcast, frustrate you so much you just have to laugh at how bad we are in the third quarter, and then recover again to hold our own on the run home. I'm ODN and keeping me company tonight. There were more spuds flying out of his mouth during Saturday's aftermath than a McDonald's diner during a coughing fit. Give a big shout out to Shandog. (laughs) Thank you very much. I feel better, everyone. She posted so many expletives about the umpiring on Saturday night that we received complaints from the Tourette Syndrome Association. Thanks a lot, Bluebell. (laughs) I was only speaking the truth. Meanwhile, she's more composed than Bluebell, more supportive than Shandog, and more loved than yours truly. But then again, none of us ever got a slinky stuck in our hair. Oh, well, (gasps) you can't have everything, can you, Mebby? Oh, my God. (laughs) I only wrote that today. Oh, we're on the pulse. Uh, He's been lobbying all day to have our match this Friday moved to Thursday so he can find his seat early and eat dumplings with thylacine. (laughs) Haven't any luck for HBF? Uh, Evening, everyone. I don't know what I was thinking today. I've gone absolutely mental. (laughs) He recently took a trip to a tattooist and subjected himself to thousands of little pricks. Would have been cheaper to wait until the Essendon game in round 23, but each to their own. Hey, happy dude. Oh. (laughs) Uh, I I have to watch that game on TV, so there were many pricks this week. Oh, okay. Time for a little bit of uh, blues news. Um, Carlton defender Andrew Walker has been ruled out for the rest of the season. Walker has been struggling with a knee injury, which has made it difficult for him to back up each week. Carlton's football operations manager, Andrew McKay, says Walker will undergo an arthroscope to address the issue. Um, Mick Malthouse has been under siege in the media for an outburst directed towards Cameron Ling over Channel 7 showing Mick's face on the screen after every Sydney goal when he was trying to watch the replays to see what went wrong. Uh, Chris Judd has been wheeled out to a press conference today to say absolutely nothing. Uh, hasn't decided whether he'll retire or not. Um, and midfielder Tom Bell has today re-signed for two years, tying him up till the end of the 2016 season. So just a few little snippets there, folks. Uh, any comments on any of that? I love that Chris Judd basically just came out and trolled the media. (laughs) I mean, he took a little bit of the focus off Nick Maxwell's retirement announcement today, but for absolutely no reason, because he came out and said, I'll decide later. So good on you, Chris Judd. Yeah. Well done, Carlton. Collingwood captain retires and everyone's talking about Judd saying nothing. Brilliant. (laughs) It's, uh, It's up there with Andrew Walker's hat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think anywhere's up there with Andrew Walker <laughs> I don't know, Matthew Richardson did eat a piece of chicken and that got in the news the other day Really? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm, I, I think it's good that we sent uh, Andrew Walker to get this knee issue addressed so he'll be nice and 
good and ready to go for preseason. He's obviously been struggling all year. Mm. And hey. uh, it's good, good to start addressing this sort of stuff now. I don't think we're going to win the flag this year, guys. So What? <laughs> Come on, oh. happy dude. There's always hope. Call, no faith. call, call, call me a bit of a sceptic, but uh, I think it might be beyond our reach. Impossible is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say impossible. <laughs> Damn sick of your negativity, mate. All right. uh, moving on to Weekend Wake. Okay, on Saturday night at the SCG, Carlton 7-9-51 went down to Sydney 18-14-122. Goals for Carlton, this would be quick. Henderson 2, McLean, White, Bell, Johnson and Everett singles. Best for Carlton, Gibbs, Murphy, Simpson, Henderson, Curnow. Goals for Sydney, too many to mention. Um, (laughs) Sydney kicked uh, 10 goals, 4-64, one behind in the third quarter. Um, that pretty much sums up the game. Um, <laughs> who wants to have a have a stab at this one? I only just noticed that you said, as you said that actually, that third quarter score was bigger than our entire game. Yep. So they, yeah. if we had have kept them goalless for the other three quarters, we still would have lost. That's <laughs> unreal. Oh, real? Oh no. Yeah, no, that, that that was pretty terrible. I work really early the next morning, and um, I'd stayed up late to watch it. And I think we got to 30-something points down in the third quarter. And I said, I turned to Mrs. Happy Dude. I go, nah, that's it. I'm going to bed. We've lost this game. Woke up in the morning for work like three hours later. Looked at my phone and saw the final score. I was like, I, I regret nothing. Yeah. <laughs> what, what a good decision that was to go to bed at that point in time. I missed the next six goals that Sydney kicked in a row in the third quarter. Well, well I actually owe the Wookiee a sincere apology. And I'm making it publicly. Because I have always been very much a Warnock defender and he has become indefensible for me. The fact that he only had two disposals for the entire game has meant that, Wookie, I will publicly admit that a lamppost would have done a better job on Saturday. (laughs) And I'm sorry for all the times that I got indignant towards you for saying that Warnock was useless because he pretty much was. It's great to have you on board, maybe. I just wanted to put it out there and say that I can eat humble pie when I need to, and that's what I'm doing right now. And it doesn't taste very good, but I'll do it. Yeah, with with, with the Warnock thing, didn't someone post up uh, either today or yesterday that Carlisle took more marks on uh, Sunday than Warnock has all year? Correct. Carlisle <laughs> took 19 marks, <laughs> yep. and Warnock's had about five. Yeah, yep. that's pretty. Any... He's 206 centimeters tall. That's yeah. terrible. That is correct. And I note that uh, one of his two possessions um, was was turned over. Um, so the other one was good. He got down, picked it up, handballed off to someone who then turned it over. But that was impressive oh, by I him. I saw that. It I was saw good. That possession. But <laughs> on a positive note, on a positive note, Blaine Johnson kicked his first goal, and it was a mark taken right on the siren. Um, I really liked that Tom Bell went over and like ruffled his hair and gave him a bit of a pump up before he kicked it. And then as soon as he kicked it, everyone got around him. So that was nice to see. Yeah. Um, because quite often when people um, kick their first goal or any goal for us, really, everyone just ignores them. Um, so it was nice to see them do the team thing. And congratulations to him for kicking his first goal. But 
couldn't think of very many positives, but that was one I found. It was very exciting because it was kind yeah. of getting us back in the game too, right at half time. We were like, geez, we've oh, actually yeah. done well. Back I, I actually stayed up through half time because I thought, oh yeah, after that, you know, we might rally a bit in the third quarter. And oh, I've never been so wrong about anything in my life. <laughs> it, it was inspiring, wasn't it? And the, and the team really looked like they had their tails up. I mean, their halftime break was the worst thing that could happen to us. But yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's you know, you almost get a little bit bit of a tear in the eye when you know a young fella does that, and the team are so pumped. I just don't know what happened, what was in their sandwiches at halftime. But that was well, they switched off completely. Is ridiculous. Yep. So did anyone um, did anyone actually have a really good game for us or? Was it all pretty just blasé? Well, in, in the coaches' votes, we had one player get a vote. So that's out of 20... Uh, they, what did they give? Um, Is it out of... That's out of... That's out of yeah, so... Uh, what did they Is give? 5, 4, 3, 2, 1? 5, 4, 3, yeah. 2, 1. So that's out of 30 votes. Out of 30 votes, we got one. Awesome. So... <laughs> and, 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 and I don't know if you guys remember voting on the game afterwards. And, I, you know, I was... I put Andrew Walker in and I was going to take him to task. I think Jandog might have been one that disagreed with me there. I did but, a little, yeah. Yeah, so, but he was playing injured, so, you know. Yeah, see, that's, that's what I think too. Um, and I, I think I put Doherty in. He had 13, oh, yeah. 13 disposals. I put him in too, yeah. He so was my right. best you know, so, mm. you, you, we're, we're really, really struggling for, for names. Uh, yeah, after the first three, it was impossible. Mm. I must say, I, um, I sort of put my head down and, and just started – watching Shandog go mental in the game thread about halfway through <laughs> when he grabbed the beer out of the fridge and then started watching the Tour de France. So I'd pretty much lost interest halfway, halfway through the third quarter. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, my, my review on this game is fairly limited. I really should publicly apologise to everyone for that too. <laughs> I, <coughs> excuse me. Are you um, choking on your apology, Shan? I am. I'm choking it You're down. You're choking on the word. I, I I was quitting cigarettes. I've it's it was a struggle. I you know worst weekend ever. I think someone else put a link in there to the uh, airplane uh, movie with the guys. Like oh, I picked the wrong day to quit. Yeah. I picked the wrong day to quit sniffing glue. Yeah. It was very much that situation. So I apologise for anyone I may have caused eye rolling or annoyedness to. My fault. That's okay, Shan. I accept your apology. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> that, that's all that matters. Um, look, a couple of things. Um, Jamison was moved off Franklin in the third quarter, and Franklin kicked five five of the six goals uh, in that third quarter. So that's half of Sydney's ten goals for the quarter. Um, I that was that perplexed me. Um, he was doing so well up to halftime. He had no goals up to halftime. Um, so and Jamo was doing a great job. So does anybody understand why that happened? Well, I said that on in the game day thread, and I got thinly veiled abuse. So I'm not going to comment. No. In the first half, weren't Jamison and Rowe rotating on him anyway? They weren't yeah. always. Um, that they didn't like Jamo didn't start to play on Franklin all the first half. Well, yeah. they, they, they were rotating a fair bit on him, and um, he he was unlucky not to have kicked a goal in the first half. There was a couple of times where he either sprayed it or he overran the ball, or the ball went over his head. And I thought, geez, we're lucky Franklin hasn't hit the scoreboard yet at half time. But but Jamo wasn't put back on him in that third quarter. Yeah, I, that that doesn't make sense to me. But I don't think it was just Jamo that was keeping him goalless in the first half. It, they were rotating off him, and it was a bit of luck. Mm. Yeah. The matchup that really quizzed me was. Um... The goods, ah, uh, sorry, Walker on Reed. What the hell was that about? That was a master stroke. God, crazy. 
Yeah, no, tough ask for, for walks there. Um, uh, Chris Yaron uh, having a bit of a joke with Buddy Franklin after after he kicked one of his thousand goals. Um, I really uh, and, uh, and and I think that's after Franklin had a go at Young Johnson. Um, maybe so... Yaron was asking Buddy where a good night spot in Sydney is after the game. <laughs> it's probably either way it would have been it'd be inappropriate yeah um i wonder if uh, if robo was playing if he would have pushed yaron away had a go at him for that yeah true nobody gets the yeah we did that with uh, eddie betts a couple of years ago remember yeah, yeah. oh eddie yeah um, oh, eddie. i didn't yeah i didn't like seeing that at all and i know people say ah. Oh, it's just a game. It doesn't affect the way he plays. But I think it does because it shows that he's not taking it seriously. And I don't have a problem with people having a chat after the game. Like all the boys went and spoke to Laidler and that sort of thing. And that like that doesn't bother me at all. But in the middle of a game, when someone's just given it to a guy who's played, played what, his second or third game, like you just, you don't do that. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, mate. It's a bad image, that's all. Yeah. I mean, he's, had, he's, he's been pretty good this year and he's really knuckled down. But um, yeah, just sort of. Um, show that you're hurting a little bit like the rest of the team, I reckon. Um, all right, I think we will move on and uh, we'll do a little spot of list it, love it, or leave it. List it, love it, or leave it. Okay, this week we are going to take a look at uh, number sixteen, Patrick Cripps. Could I can, can I take um, Cripps first, if that's all right, guys? Um, I actually went up to Ballarat, froze my backside off up there on on Sunday, and <laughs> um, I, look, I, I thought he was really good. Uh, he had a quiet first quarter, uh, but after that, he really he really came into the game, and he just. He just he's so good. He he either wins he 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 won a number of contests um, around the ground, and he's also really good a good distributor. So he provided that link sort of between half back and half forward. So um, I dare say he, he'd be in very strong contention for this week, if not this week, um, you know, whenever we play Fremantle. So um, love him, not going anywhere, and I would go far as to say to extend his contract as quickly as we possibly can. He, he is a bona fide 150-game player on our list. Mm, very nice. Awesome. Love Looking him. forward to seeing him, yeah. I love him. Keep yeah. him. Yeah, love him. It's, you know, obviously his first season, so we can't really make too much of a judgment there. And if he's already showing signs, that's awesome. Double trouble. Yeah, if the guys who Keep watch him. the VFL think he's doing very well, then fantastic. Yeah, he has all the attributes that come in and replace Juddy. And I note that Juddy did talk, uh, mention Cripps in his, uh, uh, some of the few words he did say today. Um, and uh, so I, I think Juddy looks at Cripps as being his natural replacement as well. And maybe that will determine when Judd thinks that he should step down. Cripps has got um, captaincy material written all over him, I reckon, as well. Just to add a bit more into that. I, I can't. I actually can't speak highly enough of him. He just, he, like, I was standing, I was standing by the interchange bench in the first quarter before I moved inside, and um, you know, even when he was coming off, he was geeing all the boys up. And these are guys like you know Armfield and McInnes, who are you know senior players, and he's you know he's geeing them up. So, so geeing them up. So, 
yeah, I would sign him up, extend his contract for, you know, a few more years. He, he will be a very, very good player. All righty. Uh, next up, oh, here we go. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, there's a certain somebody might want to go first here. <laughs> Sam Rowe. Rowie! Hey, love him. Love, love him. him. Love him. Love him. Is, is he not the best story of the AFL this decade? Yeah, that, 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 I, that's what I was love thinking. him. He's got gone through so much and to keep and be able to afford, still perform at such a high level and get better like he has and learn a new position. Like, love him. Yeah, I, I'm look. I'm, I'm I'm his number one fan, and I think Mebby's got the number two ticket. <clears> but uh, <laughs> but look, even I, I, I'm the first person to admit he's he's done a fantastic job for us this year. Um, unless his development continues on in a really quite a impressive upward sort of trajectory, he he's never going to be the world's greatest, um, you know, defender. He's not going to be the sauce mark two. Um, but what he is providing for our team at the moment is really, really important and fantastic, and I hope we hang on to him for a few years. And I hope he actually gets to, I guess, even the next level becomes an A-grade defender. That would be fantastic. Um, and then I'd definitely love to see him in our team for a long time. Uh, but for the moment, anyway, he's doing a fantastic job of being a really tall pillar of our um, defence, and that's just great. So, love him. Gee whiz, he can spoil. And what I've liked over the last couple of weeks is it seems like he's figured out when he should mark it and when he should spoil as well. Mm, so, awesome. which which is making me really happy, and I love him. And let's keep him. Yeah, it's um. I, I tell you what, I never saw it coming. Uh, I, 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 I put my hand up and say I never saw Sam Rowe being a key defender, um, and um, I didn't know where where he was going to fit. I, I had hopes for him, but I didn't I didn't think he was going to. Um, do what he's done this year. He's he's totally blown me away. And as you said, he's starting to mark the ball. He's actually starting to pick up disposals now. So he, he's actually gained some confidence, and he's taking his you know he's he's he, he's being a playmaker as well as just a negator. So oh, fantastic. I second that, Odie, and I wasn't sure where he fit either. And he's just proven just how versatile he is by going down back and and having a ripper year. He's probably. Him and Levi have been our most improved this year and very impressive. And as you guys said, just a great story. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, next up is Tom Tomei. Well, this is um, tough. I saw him, on, I saw him again on, on Sunday as well. And you can see that there's actually something there with Tom. It's just He's just got to find a bit of consistency in his game. He kicks the ball well and he, he just he's a... He's a sort of a footballer's footballer. There's nothing sort of flashy about him. Um, look, I would, I'd certainly hang on to him for another, at least another 12 months, just to see where his development can take him. I actually quite like him as a footballer. Um, so I think probably next year's probably crossroads for him. But at the moment, I'd, um, I would not do anything with him. Just keep him on the list for next year and see whether, see uh, where his development can go over the next 12, 15 months. What I've seen of him in the VFL is kind of, I think I judge him unfairly because he's not an excitement machine like, like Cripps is or like Menzel has been or, you know, you guys know how excited. Oh, hang on. Don't worry about that. I was going to say about Dylan Buckley, but that sounds dirty. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> what, what, I, what I mean is he's, he, you're right, HBF, I see it the same way you do. He's kind of like meat and potatoes. Like yep. he does what he needs to do, but he he would never be that kind of player who you like. Wow, look at that! That's amazing. He's just kind of steady, I guess. 
But I'd, I'd keep him for another year. Yeah, look, I think when he was drafted, maybe he... Um, I think the club knew they had a fair bit of a fair bit to work with in terms of getting him ready for for um, AFL level. And just what I saw from him on on Saturday, oh, sorry Sunday, there are signs that he he could become a, a decent footballer. I know um, Harker wrote a report and it it wasn't overly glowing on him, but I probably saw it a little differently. I, I actually thought he was okay, um, just as you say, a, a meat and potatoes sort of footballer. So I'd like to see him get another preseason under his belt and then sort of see see what he could do next year. I, I could actually see him sort of taking over from Dylan Buckley when, when Bucks goes into the midfield, that Tomei could be that, that small defender that we sort of need. So, yeah, I'd, I'd certainly keep him certainly keep him for another year. I, I'm not, I don't love him, but I just would keep him so you see what another preseason um, mm. he can get out of for next year. Seems to be well down in the pecking order at the moment and a lot more of performing uh, better than him at VFL level. Definitely, because um, uh, he was dropped to Development League. Two yeah, weeks ago. look, look, but but his, his saving grace is getting rid of him doesn't refresh the list as we want because he hasn't mm. been in the mix. Um, he's only a young player, and you never know he might he might come on. There's plenty of others potential uh, in the in the side. Um, sorry to use that expression, um, um, and. It, it's yeah. What's it? Yeah, two years on the list. It's it's you know a third year is probably not going to hurt much. But he may be a candidate if we do want to open up another sp- space and fill up our our side from the draft. He may be a candidate to um, uh, put down to rookie level potentially. Odian lets loose. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on to Cameron Giles. Well, he's no Eddie Betts, in the, even though he is wearing number 19. <laughs> um, <laughs> <ready> for that. <laughs> but um, he has been injured for a good part of this year, so it would be a bit unfair of us to just dump him now. He's tall. Leave him. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Is he? He's, I, I don't he's know tall and full of stress well. fractures, so... Let's not get too excited, but no, no, that's right. It's just I just like to see that we've actually got a couple of tall players on the list, even if they can't play. Oh, it's going left, right, and center. Amazing. Uh, well, he I, it I've, on I've seen him at I've seen him at VFL level twice this year, I think. Um, and look, I, I liked what I saw with him. He's still very raw and, and needs some work, but. Um, yeah, no no issues with his development. It's just a shame that he's injured and won't get any more footy for the rest of the year. But, yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with how he's tracking at the moment. Uh, First-year player. Uh, shouldn't even be talking about him. Yeah. Um, moving on to another first-year player, Nick Holman. He's great. Yeah, I can't wait awesome. to see him out there. I really love watching him play. I've seen him quite a few times in the VFL, and he's just hard. He is tough as nails, um, and he kind of... I don't know. There's just something. It's like he gets on the ground and he just switches on. Um, and I, I really like, like the way that. he plays. Yeah, I really like it. I like hard. Um, okay. <laughs> wow, that's normally well. something I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for it. I'd love to see him and Bell and Robinson and stuff like that. Just uh, some big, strong bodies in our midfield. I think that's going to be um, the way forward. Speed and big, strong bodies. If you can manage to get that then fantastic. So I'd love to see him stay on the list for a little bit and see what he can do. Oh, he'll get can... called up this year, just in the later part? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Based on what I've seen, I think he... Um, I don't think there's any reason why he 
couldn't play a few games this year. In fact, I, I think he could be a good a good sub come on late with that real aggression and, and willingness to go in and get the footy. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think he could certainly play this year. Good stuff. Well, yeah, if, if, if you made him if you made him sub, what would you do with Nick Graham? Yeah, well, that's, well that's, obviously he'd get dropped back to me. Obviously, a couple of games sorry, now. sorry, sorry, silly question. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Nick Holman was uh, was emergency last weekend, wasn't he? Yeah, well, yeah, the week so he, before. He's he's very, very, he'll be na- he'll be sub this week. He's very close. All this round, next round. Very close. All right. Um, I think we'll move on to. Pre-game pep talk. Pre-game pep talk. So, 7.50 Friday night, Carlton take on North Melbourne at Etihad. Carlton sit 14th with a 5-11 and 11 record. North of finals bound in 6th spot with a 10-5 and 5 record. We have been playing North once every year of late and we have gone win-loss, win-loss, win, which is not a great omen for this week. Uh, both teams average 87 points per game for, but Carlton are letting in 98 points per game where... Um, Whereas North only led in 75. So uh, defence is where we're going to have the problem this week, apparently. You guys going and how do you see it? Definitely going. I'm excited. I know I say this every week, but I have a good feeling. Only because North tends to play really well against sides that they're not supposed to beat this year in particular. I watched them play against Hawthorne. And if that same North Melbourne turns up, then we haven't got a hope because they did really, really well. Um, but if it's like the dodgy North that turns up, then I'm super pumped and we've got a real chance. So I think we'll win and I'm going to say seven points. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing with North is you don't know, and Carlton is, you don't know which North's going to turn up. You don't know which Carlton's going to turn up. Um, my boss is a North supporter and, I, and he doesn't watch football. He just likes to think he does. Um, and I was telling him that it, it could be a 100-point smashing either way or it could be a draw. It depends on if the good Carlton turns up, the bad Carlton turns up, the good North or the bad North turns up. Like, it could get real messy or it could be close. Um, we've been turning up against teams that are above us on the ladder around that 6th to, like, 10th mark on the ladder. We've been beating them. So I'd like to think that we're in with a pretty good chance here. Um, imagine, if, uh, imagine if no team turns up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That'd be fun. It could be a little draw. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I reckon the two key matchups for us, um, as, as um, ODN mentioned, is like the fence and you know all that. I reckon if we can stop Thomas and Petrie, because they always seem to carve us up, and I really don't like Thomas as well. Um, I, I reckon that'll go a long way. Uh, I reckon we could probably play um, if Buckley's back, put him on Thomas for a little while. If he does bad, rotate Yaron onto him. But I think um, Buckley's Buckley's our man for the Thomas matchup, and we just have to rotate Rowe and uh, Jamison, but mainly Jamison off Petrie. I'm um, happy, dude. Um, Buckley didn't play in the seconds on Sunday. So didn't he? No, nah, oh, right. no chance he'll play on yeah. Friday. I, I retract my Buckley statement then. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, don't ask me for a, for an opinion on Friday night's game because all day I've thought the game was tomorrow night. So I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, how do you think Thursday night's game is going to go, HBS? I think it might be pretty quiet, actually, and I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Carlton can start tomorrow night. That might help us. Yeah, and then we might be ready by the time the first quarter actually starts. 
No, mm. we'll, we'll, we'll be ready for our third quarter fade out if we start playing tomorrow night. Well, I'd yeah, like uh, to see... Um, well, obviously, Walker is out of the team. Um, honestly, I would love to see Warnock dropped. Um, send him back. Get Wood elevated and um, get him to like come to in. like to elevate Wood and get him in. <laughs> love hardness. <laughs> love it. Um, <laughs> I've been um, waiting for that all year. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, look, I don't see the point in playing McLean anymore for the rest of the year. I'm sorry. I'm starting to make the hard calls now. Normally, I'm on the back plays in all the way, but I don't see the point in playing McLean anymore. Um, Davey Allard, I love the guy. I love what he brings, but again, he's not one that I'd see in the future of the team. So I would say out Walker, McLean, Warnock, Allard, and I would look at bringing in guys like um, Wood, um, McInnes, bring him in, start playing, give him a few games as a, as a sort of a taste for next year. Um, he could perhaps line up on black um, and bring in Cripps. And uh, if Buckley can play, maybe he was rested from this VFL match to be able to come in and play instead of being off a, a five-day break or whatever it is. But if not... I'll just butt in. I actually overheard a Carlton or Northern Blues official on Sunday saying that he he just needed another week. Okay. So I, I yeah. don't think he'll come in, mate. Okay, yeah. But maybe Holman. Maybe bring Holman in like we were talking about. So, you know, I wouldn't be upset to see about four changes in there. Um, one of them forced with McLean, but maybe three of them to say, hey, look, we're gone. It's the end of the year. We don't want these guys anymore. What about Mitch Robinson? Isn't he back from suspension? Yeah, he's straight back in. Yeah, no, yeah, I said uh, he annoyed me, so he stays on the sides again. Why? Well, he got himself suspended again. You can sit he's on the sideline. That's the kind of player. That's probably the best thing you can do besides right. yeah. yeah. Dude, Actually, I fair point, fair point. gladly taken that suspension. I, oh, I was, I'd correct myself. He punched a Collingwood supporter. It's the second best thing you can do. Punching an Essendon player. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, fair point. So maybe Robo comes back in as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Graham to get a full game for uh, would be would be nice, and uh, Holman as as sub as we traditionally start everybody. Yeah, why not? Uh, for the, sub for the first game, um, but um, yeah, and I agree. Uh, it'd be nice to see. Uh, I guess because he's been putting in in the VFL all year, uh, it'll be interesting to see if Wood can offer a little bit more. We'll no doubt lose the hitouts, but uh, if he can offer a little bit more uh, around the ground than Warnock, then uh, I don't see us doing any worse exactly do you know what i find funny is that when we did the podcast after the draft and stuff when when we were talking about cameron wood we we're all like really why but why do we get cameron wood but what a dud i can't believe we got him blah blah blah, blah, blah. and now we're like please bring wood in the team yeah. please, love of God, elevate wood <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, the wood resurrection. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry, well, I'm sorry, was that reserve erection? Reserve resurrection. No, hang on. Oh, oh my God, I'm <laughs> shuddering over here. Quit while you're behind, Rodian. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. Um, no, it's, it was more the fact that um, I guess, you know, wood, wood was only there as, as, for insurance and we need it um, because... Uh, Cruz has been out all year, and he won't. He probably won't play again all, um, the rest of the year. He shouldn't play, I don't and, reckon. And um, and Warnock has turned to crap. Yep. quite frankly, it's time and, to uh, uh, it's time to call Yui, pay our excess, and yep. uh, <laughs> cash in the insurance. They're too expensive. <laughs> it, we, 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 I reckon, sadly, because our, our season is 
gone. I, I hate to say it, guys, but our season is gone. I reckon um, if we if we just drop Warnock now, I know um, he's not going to do much, but his trade value just goes totally out the window if we drop him now and bring in Wood. We need to hope he strings a couple of good games together towards the end of the season so we can get hate, get something for him. Takes a happy dude, I'd, argue, I'd argue that playing him is reducing his trade value. <laughs> I reckon playing him in the seconds will just do much worse. You know, well, you get, if you can get 70 hit-outs in the seconds, you might still look like you've got something. Let's make out like he's injured. Think, I don't think he could get 70 hit-outs in the seconds <laughs> the way he's going. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Uh, we all done with the North match? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think so. I hate Thomas. Just wanted to make sure everyone knew. Yeah. Hey, what? You reckon Mitch could take another two weeks on the sidelines? Actually, yeah, great point. Bring him in. <laughs> yeah, bring, bring him in. He, he, he can take Thomas. Uh, I was I was like, you hate Daisy? Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, we don't want to go into that. No, no, we don't want to go into that. Oh, no. God, please don't start. That, that's been dissected enough all over Bigfooty. We'll um, get hate mail. Uh, all right. Um, I think that's going to see us out, folks, unless anybody else has got something compelling to say. Nope, didn't think so. Can't buy one. <laughs> Carlton by one. I think Carlton will win too, just quietly. Oh, yay! Yeah, I'm with you. Oh, I, 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 I reckon we'll win this by about three goals, honestly. Yep. Done. Done and done. And we're done too, folks. And uh, we'll see you next week, hopefully, uh, singing the blues song loudly and proudly. Uh, catch you all next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. She tied me to the bedpost Put my stuff out on the lawn She said she knew of, of a love that never dies She discovered how